Hello, uh, welcome to the Crit One Podcast, the number one podcast you're listening to right now. I'm the host of the show, Rory. With me today, as always, is... Is Owen. Hi, Owen. How, how's your day been going? Doing well. I'm looking at this Pendragon sheet, and it's, it's confusing. It is very confusing. This might be one of the longest characters to write up ever, because it's just a lot of rolling. Alright, so in the past episode, we reviewed our... Our newly discovered Pendragon RPG. And we were attempting to make an episode. Rory had a whole story figured out. And it sounded actually pretty good. And then we took... We tried filling out a night sheet. It is the most difficult character sheet I've ever seen. I've... In my history of six months of playing role-playing games. And Owen has made a Rifts character with me. That's true. And Rifts is very number crunchy and annoying. But... Imagine in D and D you you roll three d six or whatever you use to get your statistics. You roll that six times and then you're done. You're good. In this, you have to roll your statistics, which are uh, size, strength, constitution, dexterity, and appearance. And then if you could give us a list of all of the other things, your uh, personality traits, and then the passions you have to roll for your night. So there's like twenty other things you have to roll for. This... And every one of them involves a little bit of math. A little bit. Just a little bit of math. So the way it works is that you roll... Is it a, a d20? For those, you roll 3d6. You roll 3d6, and then whatever that number... what Plus that number equals 20, and you take that number and you add it to the other traits. So this isn't for like your physical statistics. This is for your personality traits, such as chaste, energetic, forgiving, generous... So, say you rolled a 13 in Chaste, and the opposite of Chaste, the bad version of Chaste is Lustful for a knight. So, 13, the your Lustful would be 7, and then they'd add up to 20. So, that's basically, you go through and you do that for all, like, thir- like 20 things of those, and then you have to do it for your passions as well. Yeah. Which is, like, how much you like your family. And how much your, how much, you, what your love for your family is, is based on which son you were. If you're the first son or the second son. And as you get farther away from the second, the first son, you like your family less and less. Now this wouldn't be that bad, but the kicker is that your culture and your religion will add modifiers to your personality traits and passions. So, I'm going to upload my sheet to the treasure hoard. You're going to see that there's so many things that have crossed out and rewritten. It's insane. It takes forever. So, when, like, you take your religion, it's got the key personality traits of that religion. This is another funny thing. Uh, like, so, for instance, if you're Jewish, you're, uh, no, uh, if your person's botanic, which is the Saxon religion, then you're generous, which is a good thing, proud, which is a bad thing, worldly, which is a bad thing, indulgent, which is a bad thing, and reckless, which is a bad thing. And so all those things get a plus three trait. So your character is just the worst knight, basically. Yeah, almost every culture has personality traits that are negative. Like I'm, my guy was nope, nope, because Christian is chaste, which is good; forgiving, which is a good one; merciful, which is a good one; modest, which is a good one; and temperate, which is a good one. Yeah, but I'm my guy was Irish as well, so he's got plus two to vengeful. He's got, like, plus six to cruel, which is insane. He's just the meanest person. Yeah, yeah. And then he's got plus one to reckless and plus two to indulgent. So, I'm not really seeing any benefit to having a certain culture. Well, the way it works is if all of your religious virtues for your religion are uh, over 16, or over 16, then it gives you a bonus. Like, what's your character's religion? Christian? Yeah. That would give him plus six to his total HP. 
But like, if you're Rotanic and you're just like all you, this guy's like the biggest jerk because he's got all those religious things pumped up, then he gets one plus one d six when he does damage. So that's just you. Like, you also have your squire, your yeah. horses. He will stats for your squire, <laughs> but not like his personality traits. I guess you could. He doesn't have personality traits, but he has like the six or the five components. He's got size, dexterity, strength, constitution, <laughs> excuse me, and appearance. And the way it works out is Saxons get a plus three to size, and they're the only ones that do. So Saxons end up being like a foot taller than everyone else. It's crazy. Just because they're like Germanic. Yeah, it's, so, it's... It's fun. Another fun thing, so the way your stats work out is size adds to your damage and health. And con adds to your health and how fast you heal, and strength adds to your speed and damage. So they all have like two things that work out. But even if you say you have like average, is let's say average is nine. So say you have eighteen health, you'll heal one hit point per week of rest. <laughs> it is a slow, slow process. So when if you, you say get, rest, do you mean like just not fighting, or do you have to like lay in bed for a week? I think straight? it's like not a lot of fighting. We'll probably modify that in their game, because that's terrible. Oh, yeah. The other thing, how they want you to play for, like, seven years of gameplay. No, play. that's not... Uh, the way it works is when you make your character normally, it, that's what your character would be at 15, and, but you're, knight, you're not a knight until you're 21 or 20. So you choose how long, how old you want your character to be, and then uh, you add one point to something per year. Oh, that's... So you're not actually playing. It's just, like, randomly assigned points. I see. It's... I guess they looked at him and they were like, man, that is that is terrible. We really need to fix that. You do not have enough s- stuff. There's just, there's so many external modifiers, like like your father's name, your father's class, what sun number you are, where you live. Owen made his flag, which is an American flag on his shield. It's pretty good. Yeah. Six stars, five stripes, you know. Yeah. The usual. The usual, because no one actually draws 50 stars when they draw a flag. If they're us. <laughs> so, that's a fun thing. In addition, you've got all... You go through, and based on what culture you are, so you're Irish. Yes. Irish, uh, you write down all your skills. So, Irish, like, there's a list of, like, 30 skills. And for each of them, there's a set value that you get just because you're Irish. Yeah. And then you have a certain amount of skill points that you put in them. Based on what your father was. And you can't... If something's at zero, it means you can't improve it with skill points. And if something's at 15, you can't improve it with skill points. What? So that... Yeah. So that's... That's a lot of fun. Yeah. This... This is... This is a great... It's award winning. I've heard... Is it? Yeah. It, it won some... Some different award. Huh. So that's fun. And... We, uh... We did some research on the history of it, and can you tell us about, like, how many times this thing has switched publishers? I swear, it's changed hands about four to five times. Oh, this is an explicit podcast. We can't swear on it. What? (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So, it got, it was published, I think, early 1990s, maybe late 1990s, by Green Knight, and then another company bought it, and another company bought it. Yeah, like, Knight. Something games or I don't remember. Dark some some dark company. I, I forgot know. what it's called. It's like Shadow, Shadow. RPGs. I don't know. But yeah, so it, funny. it's it's crazy. And you th- get a copy of this book for three dollars online. I was ripped off at the bookstore for four dollars. 
Nice. So that's good. There's a lot more of these things. There are a lot And of there's books. a lot of references to the other books in it. Like, whenever it mentions Irish or, like, Saxon or whatever, it's like, oh, if you like Irish people in this game, you should probably pick up the Irish. <laughs> Turn to page so, five of Irish Manual. Yeah. And it's like, Wotanic, or your character is a Saxon, you should probably pick up Saxons! Exclamation point. The book. <laughs> so, most of the book's just pure statistics and examples. Because it's uh, an entire RPG in only forty-eight pages, which is really short. But there's there's a, there's some shorter RPGs like the Ghostbusters RPG is like twenty pages. But oh, we should play that. It's not that fun. There's an uh, Indiana Jones RPG that's made by that was made by TSR, which is the people that made the advanced start made the first D and D. Oh, that's good. And so, uh, but that game you don't make your character; you just play pre-made characters in the thing. There's no character creation. Well, but there's a Star Wars one too, right? There's a couple Star Wars RPGs. There's really good ones, and then there's one that's really bad. I can't remember which one's good. <laughs> but I saw an old one at Ed McKay's, which I thought about getting. So, some other fun things in this game. There, There's an exceptionally slow healing time, which we've already mentioned, but that's don't worry. Rich. Don't worry. Oh, wait. My healing rate is three, so three hit points a three week. Three hit points per week. Nice. And what's your health? Health, uh... Hit points or health? Yeah, HP. 34. 34. So, what's your unconscious rate? 8. So, if Logan... If Owen gets knocked down to, like, 9 hit points, he's almost unconscious, then it'll take him weeks to recover. I would do math, except it's summer right now. And, and just in a coma for, like, 3 weeks. Yep. Don't worry, guys. I'm okay. So, there's, don't worry, there are faster ways to heal. There's first aid, which when you uh, you roll to do it, and you've got like a 50% chance, and if you succeed, you heal 1d3 hit points nice. immediately, which doesn't sound like a lot until you remember the healing rate, and if you critically succeed, then it's 1d3 plus 3, mm-hmm. which can get you a whopping 6 hit points whopping. in like a day, but if you fail, then it does another d3 damage to you. What? Yep, it's like, oops, Daisy stabs you in the leg. I'm just, just a doctor part-time. And there's now. natural healing, then there's magic healing, and some knights are, it says, some knights are lucky enough to have rare healing potions. They heal 1d6 immediately, and it said that some talented women hold the secret of making them, and uh, sorcerers and fairies. So if you, in this book, which has no mentions of magic at all, until you get to this one section... Wait, are you always a man in this? Or... Yes. <laughs> I, I guess you could be a woman. It doesn't specify. but it does, Yeah, it does because it says father, son. Yeah. There it is. So you have to be a man. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the grail. The holy grail can heal any wound. The likelihood of its miraculous appearing to heal you is based on upon your pureness of character, the sincere <laughs> worship of your deity, Right living in accord with your religious virtues and chivalric traits, and then I can and, find the, and your nece- and your necessity to the plot line. What? <laughs> I'm a static character. Just give me the Grail already. <laughs> so that's that's fun. That's but great. up until here, it's like this is a wondrous world full of knights. Maybe there's wizards, but no, there are no wizards or sorcerers. This is a book about knights. You do not play a wizard. You're a knight. Only knights. And then it gets up to here, and it's like. By the way, there's magical healing and a holy grail that'll happen if your DM's like, nah, now's not a good time to kill you. 
<laughs> so <laughs> that's how much this book sticks to itself, I guess. I mean, you have to admit, it's pretty interesting. It's not good, but it's interesting. It's an interesting game. I can see how it would be fun. So, there's not only death, but there's traumatic death. Which, uh, not quite clear on that. I have to read more on that. So, that's fun. Effects of armor, what's that? Oh, uh, that's just how armor slows you down. So, by the way, if your personality traits... This is... Your personality traits are important for a couple things. First of all, whenever you get a decision, someone else that's playing can be like... And you're like... Say your your character's, uh... Merciful. And there's like a dude, and you're like, Oh, I'm gonna straight up kill him. Or like, stab him. Then if you're... So, you're and then someone else can be like, No, you're not, because your character's so merciful. You have to roll d20 to be merciful. <laughs> and so you have to roll d20... You have to roll skill checks to beat how nice you are. Basically. Whenever you try to do something unknightly. You should just be able to write it down. Yep. Or maybe. And so, you should be able to pick a few of them. And then some of them are determined by your religion and all that. Yep. Not that that's good. But Owen's that's, got that's a 17 <laughs> out of 19 in Valorous, so he is not running away from anything. I'll run to the fight. I'll be reckless and cruel. You know. <laughs> Owen's forte. And then another thing is that if, like, the, all the ones that are noted as knightly ones, which are those? It's, uh... Nightly, nightly, nightly. So with a little thoughts by them. Energetic, generous, just, merciful, merciful, <laughs> modest, and valorous. So I, I do have a knightly trait. If they all add up to eighty, which Owens does, then it gives you magical knight armor. So plus six armor. Woo! But if you're a heathen picked, <sighs> then you get plus three evil tattoo armor. Wait, what? Yep. So you can either be super nice, and it gives you magic swole armor, like a paladin. Or let me get to it. If you're a heathen, if you're an evil picked, uh, then you get the bonuses of being able to see in the dark and have magical tattoos that give you plus three to armor if you don't wear armor. That's pretty cool. So this book is very just like, oh yeah, no magic knights until it's like, by the way, there's like evil barbarians that have magic tattoos that block sword attacks, and they can see in the dark and reach your soul. And it's like, oof, that's kind of. Kind of weird. Yeah, they have. There's a lot of books. There's <laughs> Saxons with an exclamation point. I like that. There's like four books just about the land and people. There's a companion book. There's adventure books. That's 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 good if you don't know how to write a story. Yeah. I mean, I can find that useful. Or if you just don't want to take the time to write a story. That's true. Mostly the case. So, the, the the last page of the book has a couple things on it. It's got a list of monsters that you can fight. In. Monsters, monsters, giants, fight. warriors, knights, more so, warriors. Basically, just, like, things that your knight runs into while he's saving ladies in distress and stuff like that in Boy's King Arthur book. What's the object of this game? Be a knight. Be a <laughs> Win tournaments and get glory and stuff. And then on the last page, there's also... It explains what romance is. So... If you, if <coughs> sorry, <coughs> oh, and if you'd like to read a lot or talk about something real quick, I need to pull some up. Some glory, yeah. They have glory rankings. Yep. What's my glory? One twenty-four. So I'm a non, I'm non knightly. Oof. Oh, I could be a squire. 
Oh my gosh, they expect you to have a glory ranking of 15,000 or more if you want to be an extraordinary knight. Yeah, that's not happening. How do you get glory again? Um, I don't know, there's a song. Yeah. How about it? Uh, it's confusing. Glory awards, completing tasks. We can get glory from, from killing wild animals, that's good. Mm-hmm. Attending he's tournaments. Go out, he's going in your backyard and just kill a bunch of squirrels. And I kill like, a rat. I get a gory. Give me gory points. Come on. You become the most extraordinary knight ever from just killing rabbits you find in your front yard. You're like, I am a great hero. You can get it for attending, winning, and hosting tur- tournaments. That's good. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Dude, you so, can get married and you get a thousand glory just to Oh my gosh, dude, you can just get divorced. <laughs> you get married 15 times. Sweet. I'm so extraordinary because so, you can't lose glory either. You can't? No. Nice. <laughs> so, on the last page, it's got, in addition to the fighting men and monsters, there's also a section called romance. So if you're a foreigner and you want to know what love is, then this book can show you. <laughs> so, I think we've talked about that in one of the other episodes. And so, you can also trade in glory points to get better skills I guess so or no for each thousand glory point it gives you it makes you better at certain skills that's good so you're not like the best knight ever but you don't know how to do anything so that's in a nutshell is Pendragon you also have like a bunch of fighting skills and every character has like seven horses Woo. you've got two of them right I've got three no you four have... what I've got two chargers and two rounces Rouncies. Rouncy. Rouncy. Dang it, I was going to use that as a name for one of the NPCs. Really? No. Char- you can call him Charger. <laughs> I'm Charger Rouncy. Oh. That's a good cop name. Every single... There's so many different statistics for each thing. Yep, and then once you're done with that, you have to make your squire name. Squire. In addition to having hit points, there's also wounds. So, like, if you really get hit hard then your character gets wounds that make him not as good at fighting and slows him down and stuff. And those take forever to heal, and you have to use a skill check that might hurt you even more. Called chirurgery? Chirurgery, what? Chirurgery? Yeah, chirurgery. It's spelled like surgery, but with a shirur at the end. (laughs) Or at the beginning. Shirur, U-R-G-E-R-Y. Right? Yeah. Can you spell stuff like... Just like say it like surgery, sure. You are J J J Mr. J. Yeah, because yeah. there's like a checkbox for surgery. Oh, also, I would like to make an uh, apologetic statement for speaking too soon about Batman versus Superman. I watched it and I really liked it, and it was weird. And Batman killed a lot of people, and the characters were different, but it was fun to watch. So. I would like to take back bad statements about that. It was not as good as, like, the Dark Knight Batman Begins movies. Though. Yeah, my friend's a huge DC nut, or just superhero nut. He likes Marvel, but... Who? Uh, it's just a friend. He he watched Batman vs. Superman, and he got really mad because Superman, he was, like, this be-all, end-all guy. He just sat at the top. He didn't really do much. He said he had, like, 50-something lines in the whole movie. He more than that. No. Yeah, he did. He had, he had lines in the 50s, and Spider-Man in uh, Civil War had, like, 70. And he was a minor character. I don't know. Superman got involved sometimes. There's, they do a good... They got a, They did a good job. When he was like, Clark Kent, he talked a lot. Like, he talked as much as Batman, pretty much, when he was Clark Kent. But when he was in Superman mode, he was just kind of quiet. Superman. And, uh... 
DC does a good job of making Superman look really, really powerful and kind of scary. Like, like Batman is in the Batmobile and he's like driving at him, and like Superman steps in the way and the Batmobile like pinballs off of him and flips into a building and it's like and he he's just like doesn't even get touched. It's like, ooh, snap, snap, snap. Yeah, so I like I like that, and there's some other things I like. Like the fight scenes were pretty cool. Like the, yeah, the I Batman versus Superman fight scene was pretty epic. And then Wonder Woman was awesome. Just awesome. Her, <laughs> her theme music is stuck in my head so bad. Yeah, we, we watched the, the Wonder Woman trailer. Looks a lot like Captain America. It looks like, like a lot like Captain America. It looks like the Captain America. America, first Captain America movie, but if Thor was in it instead of Captain America. Yeah, so half of the trailer is just Wonder Woman jumping around with a shield and a lasso and a killing sword. Germans. I think yeah, or someone probably Germans. It's a World War One. Yeah, I'm guessing Germans. And then, uh, so that's kind of fun. It's I'm excited for that. The uh, DC Justice League movie trailer came out too. Oh, it no, did? Have you seen that? No. Uh, well, I watched it. It was pretty funny. He's going to Batman or Bruce Wayne goes to look for uh, Aquaman. And you know, and the comics like Aquaman is he's got like the yellow, the orange shirt and the green pants, mm-hmm. and he's. Fifty percent of the time, he fights water pollution. <laughs> That's his enemy. No one cares about Aquaman. He's just like, "Hey guys, did you know I'm an Eagle Scout?" And they're like, "Yeah, we know Aquaman. We know." <laughs> and so, uh, but in the movie, he's like, goes to his village and he's like, "There's a stranger who comes here, and when it's real cold and you don't feel like going fishing, he brings you guys fish, and he's super nice." And they're like, "Yeah, we know him." And then this like guy who's Aquaman walks up to him, but Batman doesn't know him. This guy's like. He looks like an eight-foot-tall version of one of the dwarves from the Hobbit movie. Like, he's got so much, like... What's the name of the makeup that makes your eyes look, like, scary? Eyeshadow? Yeah, he's got, like, eyeshadow, like, black makeup on his eyes. It looks like he just walked out of a fire. And he's got, like, this beard, like, I don't know, he walks over and he's like, Go away! And Batman's like, oh, snap. And then the guy, like, he throws Batman up against a wall. And Batman's like... So you're him, and he's like, he's an Aquaman. Yeah. Wait, why? I don't know. They want to make him scary, but it was cool, I guess. And then Batman's like, so it's like he's got Batman's neck pinned to a wall, and Batman's like, I hear you can talk to fish, and the guy drops him, and it's like, ha, huh, they still under. I was happy because like they're making Aquaman look all swole, but they also realize that Aquaman's lame, which I respect. <laughs> Just be like, so I heard you're an Eagle Scout. What can you do for me? can tie all the knots i have the weather mirror badge well, the weather mirror badge is fun because the old picture of it was like it looked like a piece of cotton but it was actually a cloud on top of a tree and so it was like oh the cotton picking mirror badge <laughs> uh, and then they show or he shows the flash and batman is the guy's like i'm not the guy you're looking for and batman's like yeah you are shut up and then he's like oh really well i'm not him and then batman throws a uh battering at flash's face and Flash, like, dodges and catches him in air because he's, like, super speed. <laughs> and then he's, like... And then Batman's, like, I'm assembling the Avengers. And then... What? <laughs> no, he doesn't say that, but he's, like, I'm assembling, like, a superhero team to fight something. And Flash is, like, oh, my gosh, I'm in. He's, like, really? Just like that? He's, like, yeah, I need friends. And Batman's, like, oh, no. Is that actually what they said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't the Flash in Batman versus Superman, like, in a dream? Or yeah, he came in this weird dream, and he's, like, am I too early? And everyone in the movie... And everyone, when I was watching the movie, I'm, like... Yeah, you're too early. This doesn't make sense yet at all. Why are you here? It was because, um, oh, he was like, he was either going back in time 
We're going forward in time because he runs super fast. He was going back in time. Yeah, to tell it was. I think it was Batman, Batman to be worried about Superman. Yeah, because he'll get angry. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, this is the key," and it's like, like when she put the key into the Kryptonian ship in the Man of Steel movie. I, I don't know. know. Batman versus Superman. There were some cool shots that were shot really well, and they looked pretty sweet. And uh, but everyone knows the real it. winner for for mm-hmm. superhero movie is Fan Four Stick. Uh, Owen watched the bad one of the many bad Fantastic Four movies the other day. The originals weren't that bad. Like kind of terrible. The one with uh, what's her name, Jessica Alba, and all that. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like them a whole lot. I think the best Fantastic Four movie so far has been The Incredibles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait, what? The Incredibles was the best Fantastic Four movie. What do you... <laughs> it's really what you want from a Fantastic Four movie. It's like kind of a, like a tight-knit family, like they're all friends. They've all got like a superpower that I get together. that reference now, like Elastigirl and Jack-Jack turns into a rock and all that stuff. Or well, did he, t- he turned into like a rock and then a fire thing and then an invisible thing, and force then a human thing. <laughs> I just realized that. That's that's. And there's great. a super, and then Jack or super dashes super speed. There wasn't a super speed one, but instead of fire. Well, and Jack Jack's invulnerable. Fire. And his dad's super strong. That's true. I didn't realize that. That's pretty funny. Bozo. That's a great movie. I'm gonna go watch Incredibles. Thanks for listening to the Curl Podcast, guys. Uh, we will now watch Incredibles. Yep. Go watch the Incredibles. Bye.